0: Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews and I'm your host it's your girl Shanice checking in with you on this Sunday afternoon and today's episode we will be reviewing and recapping Power Book 3 Raising Canaan episode 4 titled Don't Sleep. Today's episode was totally all about your boy Marvin. Marvin game. my respect back this week because y'all know if y'all been listening uh the last few uh the last couple episodes I was not a fan of Marvin but I gotta say Fifty them they stepped up the game because last week's episode was just a filler wasn't too good um a lot of character development and a little you know things but this this tonight's episode was it was it was that it was that i was digging it from the um beginning to the end um i do want to apologize i know i'm a couple days late on narcos i will upload that episode tonight we'll record that tonight um be doing a lot of recording and writing today uh got to get back to the book uh took a week off <clears throat> again Sometimes when you're telling a story, you just got to kind of get your mind right, take a break, take a breather. So, I haven't wrote on it in a couple of days, but I've been coming up with different little ideas of the story that I'm writing. So, I'm gonna t- today's was just basically recording and writing. It's been such a busy weekend. My daughter's birthday is tomorrow. So, happy early birthday to my boo boo. And, um, Just running her all around town and, you know, celebrating with her. So I kind of got like off the dribble a little bit. Wasn't able to upload Narcos Mexico. But today it will be uploaded tonight. Um, If you guys want to tune back in after listening to this or catch it tomorrow, we're going to do 7 and 8. And then I'll drop 9 and 10 tomorrow. Then we'll get into the documentaries. So we're a little bit behind. I'm sorry. Um, We're going to go ahead and finish that up. And then that's going to be what, three more episodes because we got to do seven and eight together. Then we'll do nine and 10. And then we'll just combine the two documentaries I told you guys uh, to look out for. And then after that, we'll do season two. And then y'all already know what I said before. We moving right along to Snowfall because when Snowfall season five come back, I want to recap each episode because I love me some Snowfall. Like that's like the best thing out right now It's so authentic, so realistic. And I was afraid after. um, Well, not really afraid because I wasn't watching it when John Singleton um was writing it because of you know i told you i, I kind of didn't like the way they did freeway ricky ross by it's based off you know loosely based off his story but i'll get more into that when we get the cover in snowfall um so we're gonna do that right after narcos mexico we're moving right to snowfall so when um season five come out we can get get to uh, recap recapping each episode weekly but we're gonna break down each character and you know do the what to expect and everything And don't forget, I told you guys, we're going to do two more episodes of Narcos Mexico and then going to review the documentaries together. So if you guys want to just check them out, remember, if you have Hulu, it's on Hulu. It is called um, Narcos um, on Hulu it's the documentaries it's episode three that is talking about the guadalajara cartel and then if you have amazon prime it's only on there that's the only how you can catch this other documentary we're going to break down and that is called the last narc i cannot wait to talk about that y'all know i love me some narcos that I, i could talk about it all day but i'm not gonna hold you guys up too long let's get into the show It's Shanice, and she's the one. Her name is Shanice, and she's the one. this opens up and we then we see unique and we see unique and he got his crew um we have Kane and narrating i do love that and he's like you see this guy right here and he gets to breaking down um trez g and unique's history of how they've been, um, you know, best friends since elementary, how they did their first softball games together, how they had first got money together, how they got the first top top offs together, like how they've been through everything. We see Trish G running down the stairs, and then we see they start torturing him. And when they first was doing it, I'm like, okay, y'all kind of overdoing it a little bit. But then, you know, we've seen the more of how Unique was kind of hurting and then got to breaking down how much, you know, like, he loved him or whatever but it then it kind of brought me on to remember waist deep movie when ll cuje was torturing his best friend with the broom everybody remember that scene but it kind of brought me there a little bit too and i'm like damn it was just it was very graphic we had never really seen anything like this in power maybe power season one uh but the way how they was just ripping off his ear i kind of like felt that i had to like turn my head to the side a little bit and he was like pleading with Neek because Neek think, you know, what it was his kind of his fault because he wasn't paying attention. Remember when it went off uh, in episode three, they was listening to Paul Abdul and he was smoking smoking crack up in there. So, you know, he got to telling them, like, you ain't turned in nothing but a crackhead and all this stuff because he wasn't on his post watching it. And that's how they was able to get the drop on them, uh, Officer Howard now. So he like pleads his case, like, I love you, Neek. And Neek just, he, he, he just shoots him dead in the head and like, I love you too. And it, you know, at first when it, when it was happening, when it first came out, I'm like, okay. Y'all. And then you kind of felt it. It was real graphic. It was real, real. And it was about that street life. It is no friends in business. And if you know, if you go to like the waist deep, that's how all the movies get told. And then if you go into, um, reality of it, most of the time when you see, uh, the drug dealers end up getting murdered or whatever most of the time it was somebody who they was close to uh, 50 50 it's either another crew they beefing with or it's coming from the inner side of the family like even you know just straight grimy and then when unique did that i'm telling you if you google and i'm not bullshitting this remind me of Prince McGriff, the Supreme team who was really in uh Jamaica Queens, and I bring that up because I'm telling you, 50 is telling stories that he he's he's they're telling the story, but a lot of this is loose, loosely based off of true things that really did happen. And then Unique's character is reminding me more and more of what I've read up on on Prince McGriff, uh, Supreme's nephew. I'm thinking, like, of course, you know, he wasn't totally like this, but I'm thinking that they're kind of going off of his image a little bit. And if you Google Prince McGriff, you'll see what I'm talking about. So he ended up um, killing Trez G and then, you know, cussing everybody else out like anybody can get it. Any one of y'all, you know, Unique is pissed off. Um, They got all his product off of there when they did when they busted them. So, you know, right now he dried up. And he, he don't know who who did what because somebody from the inside knew about that drop. And, of course, we knew it was Dean, the uh, connect right-hand man who Rock got a hold of him. So that's how she got all of that information. But for right now, he's thinking it came it came from inside his camp. So then we go to the next scene. And we go see uh, Kanan. He's in the kitchen. He's cooking up, you know, some little spaghetti. He's excited. He, like, on Tuesdays, me and my mom's eat together. Reminded me and me and my mama. We used to always, on Tuesdays, we used to always do Pizza Hut every Tuesday when I was little. (laughs) But you got Kanan. He, um making dinner and you know he hear rock walk in and he like now see if that was me you would have been fussing and as soon as he looks up he see her and symphony walking in all dressed up looking like they just left dinner and his eyes he, you know he just gets such like a disappointment look and you know symphony is cool i like symphony's character he's just like oh no we 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 still hungry yeah this look good i fixed the table so symphony is trying his best to fit in, and they sit at the table, and it's very awkward, like, Symphony is trying his best, Rock feels bad, but not bad enough to me, because of, like, you know, you and your son have this thing, you know, he's at the age now, where, you know, of course, mama gotta have a life, too, I get that as a woman, and, you know, they give you the baby boy vibes, mama gotta have a life, too, but at the same time, at the age he's at, you know, you're bringing this man around very quickly, and, you know, if you guys already have your routine, it's a certain way to do it. You know, uh, so you can just see Rock's, like, uncomfortable look. Symphony is trying his back and best, and Kanan is just pissed off. Because most of the time when you're a single parent and you have boys, your boys, you know, they like the man at the house, and they offer protective over their mother, as you know, as they should. That's why he, one of the reasons he wanted to get in the game, like, you know, I want to have my mama back because ain't nobody got your back like your kids or or vice versa, you know. So we go to the next scene, and then we see Jukebox and Nicole. They're in her room. They're kind of, like, fooling around. And her parents walk in, and they're like, you guys are keeping up all this noise. You got her daddy trying to make the cool jokes, like – the, trying to put his little corny slang and you know trying to show like he down and when they walk out she like your mom's them your parents is cool and she like yeah not about everything so we need to pay attention to that because we already know the thing with juke and nicole is not gonna end good um it's gonna be something that happen it's either gonna be with the parents or either nicole is gonna it's gonna be something it's gonna be something so she could be talking about is not cool because you know uh it was the early 90s so the 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 lgbtq wasn't all accepted like it is now and back in that day back in those days a lot of parents were kicking their kids out especially teenagers around that time or it could be because she's black so we don't know what what that little thing is but we know Their breakup probably is going to be doing something with the parents, and you know, just because even or a racial thing, it's going to be one of the other. But we know it's not gonna, it's not gonna end good. And then if you go and you um, paid attention or just refreshed your mind with power, and you see um, when Fifty and uh, well when Kanan and Jukebox was talking, he said your pops kicked you out after he found out she was gay. So we know Marvin eventually is going to kick her out because they said it in power season five. So we know that that's coming, but I just, it's like, I feel something is coming with Nicole. I think she's either going to get caught up, maybe end up uh, hurt, with juke um, when she robbing and or it, it ended up with that shit with and them something is going to happen or it's either going to be something where her parents where she end up getting her heart broke because something happened to juke to turn her into what she is now into what we've seen in power season four, um four and five how cold-hearted she was something is going to turn her into what she became so that's going to be pretty interesting and then we go to the next scene. And this is where motherfucking Marvin gained my respect. Uh, I have to, I, I, like I said, I have to put a lot of respect on um, Marvin's name because I've been talking about him on the first three episodes. I just did not like Marvin. He was just corny. But he in the bed getting it on with Tony. And then as soon as they're done, she like, you want to hit this line. He like, hell no, I, I sell it. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't do it. I sell it. And then she, you know, she take her little L and she ready to cuddle. Marvin like, what what is, you what, 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 what you doing? And she like, oh, this is what I do. And he like, you know, just trying to let her know, like I'm black. And she like, I've been with a lot of black guys before and they all cuddle. And he just flips the script. He's like, look, you're, you're a bitch. I'm a nigga. I'm this, I'm that, and we don't do this cuddling shit. And he just gets to, like, spazzing on her. And I'm like, <laughs> this was, I laughed this whole time. Then when he looked at the dog and seen LT, his little bowl was empty. He like, you didn't feed the dog? She like, I ran out of food, Marvin. I'm going to go get some. He like, I bet you ate. He grabbed that damn dog. He like, LT, we out. He take him and the dog, and he leave Tony just, like, confused. I said, Marvin. Whew. <laughs> that part just tickled me so much. So then we get and um and another thing, how I how I thought that uh, Lulu was gonna be all business. I'm thinking it might be the opposite. I'm thinking Marvin was gonna be just about everything else partying trying to hook up with his chicks well with tony because remember he called her his girl earlier so i'm thinking marvin is gonna be all with the bull and not about the business and lulu the opposite but now i'm kind of starting to think it's gonna be the opposite lulu might try to start getting into music because of uh jessica uh what's his name famous sister and it might be the totally opposite so that was a twist and a turn we counted marvin out but right now i'm telling you this episode marvin he really showed you who he was so then we got to the next scene and we see unique on the phone and he um he, he on the phone with Dean and Dean basically is telling him like, you know, right now I'm cutting everything off. Y'all is too hot. You know, he just went through this with rock. And then now all this stuff happened with him and his camp. And then not only that, they got, you know, a police officer ran into them. So it's a whole bunch of left evidence. They got everything. So it's too hot over there on unique side. So his boy is telling him like it was Officer Howard. I told you not to trust him and he get the going off. And he really don't know yet of where it came from. But now he's starting to put two and two together knowing Rock has something to do with this. So he, he getting he getting it on and he is pissed off. So um, we go to the next scene and when we see Rock and Kanan. They kind of having a conversation. She, he doing the dishes, pouring all the dish uh, soap <laughs> in the sink. I would have slapped him right there. This soap cost a lot of money. And they kind of having a conversation and she like, look, I'm not finna to apologize to my 15 year old son. And he like, first of all, you didn't apologize, but she's letting him know, like, look, I like symphony and enough about symphony. You're not doing good in school. So no more stash house for you. And we putting you in night classes. So she trying to play both sides, which I get it. She's trying to be a good mother, let him know that he's, in, you know, it's about school. But at the same time, you see preaching all this stuff it's about school and this and this but look what he's seeing your everyday life so of course he want to be in that y'all didn't gave him a little piece of this he didn't already got his feet wet when they killed buck 20 so he young he's a kid he don't he, he he's not mature enough to hear what you're saying about school so of course he's gonna want to live your life too but he still listens to her still respectable like all right i'll do the classes but he's pissed off so then we get to the next scene after that <clears throat> And we see Rock and, um, I'm sorry, no, we, we get to the next scene, and we see Famous and Jessica and Crown are in the studio, and Famous is in there rapping like he's a gangster rapper, and Crown kind of stopped him, and he like, look, you, you got some skills, but ain't nobody finna buy that you just killing du- dudes on the corner, selling this and that, just caught a body from the feds. Ain't nobody trying to believe that from you. Ain't nobody gonna believe it. Like you got talent, just rap like you. So people can feel where you coming from. So Crown is actually giving him some good advice. But in Jessica's ear, he's, he's like letting her know, like I could do this for him, I can do this for him, but me and you're gonna have to spend a little extra time together. And we see Jessica, she's the type she gonna be down for whatever she gonna get she want to get famous famous and she's gonna do whatever she got to do to get it so you can already foresee her and crown is gonna end up messing around she gives them a big hug lets them know that she um she can get famous to rap like that or they can be down or go to this thing where all these A and R's is gonna be at. But then we see Lulu watching from the outside and he's watching from the from the glass window. He busts in. He just throwed a bag of Coke at Famous. Famous looking at it like ice cream again and he's smiling and he all happy. <clears throat> And he like, look, I, I need to talk to you. <laughs> so we already see Jessica to him is just not no random. This is somebody he he really digging. He feeling her. So he come outside and he like, what's all that shit you was telling me? he was trying to tell me I could do this music stuff, I could do this, I could do that. And she like, you can. She said, but um, I'm not finna wait on you. You know, I'm trying to your sister looked out for you. I'm trying to look out for my little brother. So she giving him that game back. Um uh, one second guys she's giving him that game back and he like okay so he try to play it hard but when she walk off, like she don't give a damn he of course grabs her and kisses her down and we go to the next scene. i guarantee you guys crown and jessica is going to end up messing around they not throwing this at us for no reason i think quincy is doing a good job i think quincy is doing a good job as crown he is giving us his daddy's vibes with a little bit of um puffy Cause you know uh, I'll be sure is his daddy, but Puffy helped raise him, and we know what an asshole Puffy is. So it's like he's giving you a little bit of you know like this griminess of puffy but then he giving you like the albie short look and swag so i think quincy is doing a major job playing uh the crown character but yeah him and jessica definitely is going to mess around and something is going to happen with that with famous that whole little scene i think this is going to be one of the parts i'm predicting i don't know I'm i'm predicting that this is going to be one of lulu's downfalls of messing with her so We go to the next scene, and then we see the three siblings. We see Marvin, Lulu, and Rock. They go down to the bodega with the um, Colombian man and his wife, and he's, like, asking them, like, what's all of this? You know, he getting paranoid. And this definitely was happening in Jamaica, Queens, a little bit of everywhere, where they had the back of them stores like that, doing business with the owners. So something is going to happen with that. I can't kind of figure out if – the guy is going to do something dirty or not because he can't really do too much because he in this too now so if he snitch on them he going he going down to it but i think it's going to be something because you keep looking if you keep paying attention to his wife and the look she keeps giving it's going to be something like it's something with the colombian i haven't kind of figured that out yet but i'm predicting something is going to go down in the bodega so he you know he don't have respect for women it's back in the early 90s and you know this era where a lot of women wasn't running a drug game so he always rather talks to Marvin them anyway but Rock letting him know like no I run this and then she threw him the money and she walked out and Marvin and them took over <clears throat> so after that we still see the wife she just kind of giving her that look and she kind of smiles when she see how Rock handles him so something is gonna come with that So then we see Kanan and his little boo, Davina, walking down the street. He kisses her after they say goodbye because she want to come over there and babysit. She like, you don't want to babysit. I don't even want to do this. So they kind of kiss and you see Unique in the background following them. He like, damn, they kissed? You know, she just lost buck 20. But Kanan, you know, he walks off and then Unique gets out and Unique is too street smart for her. He he knows he already know exactly how to work. her. He got his information before he even stepped out the car. So he knew exactly how to play with her. Like I told you all before, I knew that woman was on drugs. Um. So the mom is on drugs and he letting her know like she down there on that side of town. She in the belly of the beast. But, you know, he kind of like just kicking it to her. But like, you know, my boy was like that. And, you know, we got him off. We got him into this good rehab. We can get your mama there too. Her the rehab was so beautiful. It made me want to start smoking rock. I'm like, this dude, he is just telling her, giving her the world. And, you know, she's young. She don't have nobody. She want her mom off the street. So, You know, that's where her loyalty is at as a young 15-year-old girl. And she's you know, she just started dating Kanan. Yeah, they cool and all, but this is her mama. And she's kind of, like, skeptical, but... She like, you can really help my mom out for real? So she kind of let him know, like, well, I know they be at the stash house, but don't hurt Kanan. Kanan ain't got nothing to do with the business. And Unique just selling her dream like, oh, yeah, Kanan going to be good. We, ain't, we just need to find out some information. You know, remember Buck? And he kind of like guilting her with Buck 20, guilting her with her mama. So he got the information, like I said, before he even stepped out the car. I'm not going to call Davina grimy yet, though. I know a lot of people want to be like, ah, but Kanan was stupid for letting that girl know where he was going to be at and what be how they just be over there chilling how they got water in the house and all of that so <clears throat> that's Kane and too. but I'm not going to call Davina Gr- Divina grimy just yet I'm either predicting that they're going to get together because like i said before fifth try to make a little bit of this his real life and we know he was with his baby mama shaniqua for years so i don't know if he gonna make that like his longtime girlfriend he have his first kid by which would be sean or is he gonna uh do it to where he end up taking her out after he found out she told because he told juke before and he told tyreek you never um you, you know you would kill her when you kill somebody you love for the first time so we don't know,, we know he killed Sean, but who knows you know we they're going back, so we know something made Kanan turn into the Canaan he was in power, so moving right along, I don't want to keep you guys here too long. We go to the arcade and then famous and I mean, I'm sorry, Kanan and jukebox, they sitting there playing uh, jukebox all into this game and famous walks in he is geeked up he's bragging about how you know he's been working with crown at bulletproof records and how he gonna meet introduce him to all these a&rs and rs and you like okay she said how you um paying for all this studio time and he basically lets her know so you know we see it's it's already in Juke. Juke is Juke is kind of like crazy for real. Like we 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 see it in her, and you just see it in her eyes. And she is pissed off. She storms out of there. Kanan runs after her, and she ain't trying to hear it. So <clears throat> after that, we get to the next scene, and she um we go see Marvin, and he's trying to go get Scrappy, and Scrappy like he got the runs, his 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 butt leaking, and everything. And I'm like, it's either gonna be either he just was sick. But then, remember, this early 90s. So, I'm like, is he sick, sick, or he just sick, like, with the runs? We don't know. I don't know where they're going with that. I don't think they just brought that for nothing, but we'll see. And so – marvin like man you it's a bathroom at the stash house come on but uh scrappy like i ain't going nowhere so marvin takes off and then it goes to the next scene and we see juke she goes straight in uh in the restaurant where they always meet up at and she checks lulu and then you know it was kind of a touching scene because we we, at first i thought lulu was just gonna be like look juke gone but you can see that they have a lot of similarities um, with each other and you can see how close she is with uh lulu which is good to see because you know her marvin has no type of relationship and we see how it was good for her to confide in rock now we kind of see that her and lulu kind of got their own relationship as well but he stays in his lane as uncle he like your dad you know he gonna say he don't want us giving you this so i gotta respect that but he kind of hands her some stuff anyway and let's let her know like look if I, if I ask for a favor, a favor is just never a favor. You know, you always owe somebody. It's never just one simple favor. I can't do that. And she kind of accepts it. You know, she understands what it is. And she takes off and leaves. So Marvin goes to get Kanan out of all people. And I'm like, y'all moving a whole damn stash house to a bodega in the middle of the day. Why would you go get Kanan? Kanan is not in the game yet. Like, okay, Scrappy, y'all got a whole crew. Scrappy, y'all, only dude y'all could trust. It seemed like it would have been one other person, but he went and got Kanan. And Kanan gets in the car. He like, your mom ain't going to know nothing about this. And then we see Rock. She's handling business, too. She's, like, at the pro- in one of the project apartments. And she's talking to the manager. She's like, look, I'm going to throw you this money. I need a part- I need two apartments, one right on top of each other. I'm guessing they're probably going to start hustling out of these apartments. And they need them to be stacked up. That's something that did happen in the 80s and the 90s as well. They had the projects locked up. <clears throat> and... You know, at first he kind of starts, like, I'm going to have to put somebody out. I can't do this. But when she flashes the money, what do you know? She got a, um, apartments on 7th and 8th floor right on top of each other. So then we go straight to the next scene, and we see Juke. <clears throat> she goes, calls her crew up because now she needs the money, and they tell her they ain't messing with her today. She pissed off. And then we see she goes by herself back to the truck, Get a polo jacket. It's real intense. She got a little mask up. She takes off running. I love that the running scene. It has the MC light, light as a rock playing. I loved that. That was nostalgia. And when she's walking up, we see the dude, the security guard from before, and he kind of like hems her up, but he lets her go. Like you know, you saved my life. Now I'm I'm saving yours. Just don't let me see you back here again. And she takes off. That was a close call. And I liked the way that played out. So after that we see unique and his one of his boys they in their car and they you know they they checking out the stash house they they, and they see like okay little mama was telling the truth that is where these niggas is at hiding at. so after that scene it goes straight to nicole and jukebox and um i liked the history lesson that she gave on ralph lauren because her, um, Nicole is like, I don't get why you steal. It's just a ski jacket. But, you know, she rich. So that's nothing to her. And she give, give the history lesson on Ralph Lauren. And they do what they do. So after that, we go to the next scene. And we go to the robbery scene. And these niggas, they just, we see Marvin. He done took off. So now it's just Kanan in the house. They bust up in there. And a the dude with the mask on, He like, I know you. You was the one who was when y'all rolled down on buck 20. So Kanan is shook. And they holding him up. They robbing the place. We see Marvin. He at the bodega arguing with the Colombian owner guy. And, you know, the wife is just sitting there pissed off. She looks scared. And he just busts out. Marvin going to do Marvin. And then the owner is like paranoid. He's like, how much are you guys bringing in here? He wants to know everything. And they ain't telling him nothing. they like, look, we running this now. Are you getting your money? Shut up. And the wife, she has that look. She's getting abused by her husband. But she... She, this, it was her setup at first. Remember she met with Lulu first and then that's why she got punched. But after Marvin walks out, he like, and charge him for that damn dog food. <laughs> so after Marvin get back to the house, he peep out that they robbing and he like, oh shit. And that's when Marvin just took over. He ran right back into the back of the van. They got into the shootout. He ran in the house. He telling dude, like, you don't know whose son this is. Dude like, yeah, I know. And they shoot him. And Kanan get to throwing up And they get to cleaning up the blood Etc, etc But one thing I didn't get I could be a little confused Because somebody else said something I didn't go back and rewatch it Before I started recording I'll bring that back next episode But didn't he say When they put the mask off of him I thought they said that That was um he said Unique's boy but i thought he said unique son so was that unique son or just one of his or did they just figure out that that was one of Unique's boys from his crew i couldn't catch that at first and i meant to go back and uh look at that before i started recording but i've been so busy today that I didn't have time to But I'm putting it in the air I thought he said that was Unique son But I heard somebody else say that That was just one of the boys from the crew But we'll see as more is to come Because remember Unique was talking about his son Before um, like how You know Rock your son came out of you You had him you know So I think that was Unique son But I'm not for sure but if it was Unique son Oh it's on now It is on now So after that Marvin cleans everything up, drops Kanan back off at home. He goes, sneaks up at home. Rock's sitting there smoking her cigarette. She like, you late, Kanan. He runs up there. He throws his shirt under the bed real quick and takes off and goes to school. How traumatizing is that? You just seeing all that and you walking in the night class? So him and Rock is driving. She knocks him. Um, she drops him off. She kind of, like, talks to him a little bit. When he walks into the night class, we hear Symphony, and he's the teacher. So now we see it, and it's like he was expecting Kanan. So now we see that <clears throat> Rock had this all in plan and in motion. <clears throat> this will probably make Kanan respect Symphony more. And Symphony is so smart and very different because she's telling Kanan, like, you know, it's good to just try something different. You know, and at first he probably would have an attitude like, my, I don't like him but after what he just went through he just trying to he got so much on his mind he agreeing with everything like yeah Symphony cool he cool he just different but when he walks in there and he, he's just surprised to see that he's the teacher I think he's gonna get end up getting a lot of game for Symphony and end up like a Symphony I think Symphony is gonna be a straight narrow guy a lot of people don't trust him right now I think he's gonna be all right I don't know though um but Symphony's probably gonna put him on a lot of game with with all that he knows. He's a very you know smart guy, very different from what she's used to dealing with. And so I I, I kind of was digging that he's a night class teacher, um. And I love how Kanan was near waiting about the guy he had a sale with, and then he never got no sleep. So, I kind of, I love how Fifth is narrowing everything. So, when Rock gets back home, she's doing what mothers do. You know, I do it as well. Go through the clothes. Make sure everything good. Clean their room up. Do the laundry. And she finds the bloody shirt and it goes off. So, Rock going to figure everything out. And then we got uh, episode four. I watched the previews on it. So, we know a war is coming between Rock's crew and Unique's crew. We see Kanan, it looks like he running up on somebody. And we see Detective Howard and his partner, like he comes from hustling royalty and they go pull him up and put him like in the back of the police car. It looked like he was running up on Scrappy because he was like, this nigga's a snitch. I'm thinking he think, Um, well, from the looks of it, it looks like he gonna think Scrappy snitched out the Snash House, that's where they found, that's how they found out where they at. But no boo boo, they found out because you was trying to be so cute in front of Davina running your damn mouth. The, you was the cause for another disaster in y'all family and on that note that is the end of my recap i hope you guys enjoyed it and i hope you guys keep tuning in each week as i tap in and uh review this uh episode four didn't let me down it didn't let me down Fifth- he showed us why he was filled like i said it's episode three i wasn't it was more filler one filling it but they brought it back in um four and then it looks like five is gonna bring just as much action we're showing they're gonna show us detective howard again so yeah we're gonna get off into that and don't forget i will drop narcos mexico tonight we are gonna do episode seven and eight and we'll keep on going as promised so on that note follow me on my social medias it's alicia shanice for facebook and ig follow my dope playlist on spotify Uh, Spotify is free and all you gotta do Is just type me in and follow my playlist Everything is public and everything Starts off with Shanice Loves Shanice Loves Hip Hop, Shanice Loves 90s I got some dope playlists on there Get you in a vibe on Any genre and on that note It's your girl Shanice and I'm out You know me, you know me, you know master.